Hey everybody, I'm Jordan Cox and this is the Let's Start Talking podcast. Every episode we pick the brains of BYU-Idaho students and faculty on different controversial social topics in hopes of creating a safe space, making it a little bit easier to have the hard conversations. So sit down, buckle in, and let's start talking. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Start Talking podcast. Joining us today is Nate. Nate is a Rexburg native and is a sophomore at BYU-Idaho. He's a philosophy major and has plans to attend the University of Utah to study gender studies, philosophy, religious studies, and he wants to focus on orth- orthodoxy yeah. orthodoxy, <laughs> and history with feminism and queer issues. And he also loves to roller skate, speech and debate, and interfaith work. I love roller skating. <laughs> do you go up on campus? Yeah, I do. No, I he was... was there that day we went for oh, FHE. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was in I was an instructor a couple semesters ago. Yeah. That's so funny. My roommate, yeah. she went with like one of her boyfriends and he was like a really avid roller skater. So she's like, oh, I might as well like take it up. <laughs> and she went every week and then they broke up and she's like, oh. I'm still going and like no, bought her has... own roller skates. Like, yeah. You better not be there. <laughs> it has a way of like pulling yes. people in. Mm-hmm. Like it's when fun. I first started going, I was really, 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 really bad. Yeah. There were no instructors. And this guy felt so bad for me that I was falling so much. He comes up and he's like, do you need help? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know why I loved falling in a circle. Like, <laughs> but I kept going. And now, I, now, I, now I'm pretty good. I know something like, like, go in your circle. All right, reverse. <laughs> Single ladies, put your hands up. Uh, always. Like, yeah. That's so much fun. That's my favorite song to dance to, that and Dear right? Future Husband. Yeah. Mm. They're really good skating Megan songs. Megan Trainer, people sleep on her. Her new song, though? Which one? Mm. Um, the one with Nicki Minaj. I haven't heard it. Oh. Nice to meet you. I oh, I have nice heard that. I love Nicki Minaj. I know what I'm doing after this. You heard it. <laughs> I don't remember. Brittany and I both. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we can discuss that later. <laughs> oh, yes. Also joining us today, um, returning, is me. my co-host, Albright Lugalia. We love her. I know you missed me. Yes, we did. <laughs> the three people listening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give us some more credit, you know? Five people listening. <laughs> Okay. Well, Nate, thank you for joining us on this episode today. Today, like our topic is kind of be the, the, like, the LGBTQI plus community and kind of the culture that is in Rexburg, Idaho, and just kind of in general. Uh, we want to talk about a few things. Um, and I feel like this is a really important episode to have, especially with all of the changes going on, especially like down in BYU, Provo, like kind of yeah, absolutely. Yeah, environment. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited you're here um, to talk about this with it's us. A lot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I guess to start off, kind of, um, if you're comfortable with it, kind of telling us your journey, um, kind of like your journey of like self discovery and kind of how you got into this role of like ally slash advocate. Yeah, um, yeah, for know, sure. Whatever. Um, I guess like it really starts. I mean, it starts before, but I really started realizing like that I liked like boys when I was like 13 and it was like right around like same sex marriage and like this huge debate and everyone was up in arms and like my family was convinced it was like the start of the end of the world. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I was like, well, this is a problem because, Mm -hmm. you know, like I, I, am I the part of like the end of the world? Like, how are we going to fix this? And so, yeah, when I first realized like I liked boys, it was like really scary. Mm -hmm. And like, I was just, like, coming back from depression. I had depression for a couple of years, like, really extreme, like, suicidal ideation. And so I was like, we're just going to bury this. We're going to hope it doesn't ever come back. Like, um, because I got the impression that you could just, like, 
like change it like, like through hard switch. work yeah like a, yeah. oh no not anymore thank you yeah like i <laughs> the girls are nice too that's this is fine <laughs> You're like, i guess they're pretty <laughs> yeah so yeah that's that's kind of where things started and then just from there just a lot of things um i started identifying as bisexual when i was like 14 15 and then um when i was like 15 i came i just like thought to myself like Nate, like, who are you kidding? Like, <laughs> you you don't you don't like girls, and that's okay. Yeah. And like, and it took a while, and like a lot of prayer, and like I like cried myself to sleep a lot. Um, but like then now now I feel comfortable in my own skin. I figured I I would try to reach out and try to help other people feel comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, and you have a pretty big Twitter following. <clears throat> um, do you want mind sharing some like your Twitter? Yeah, um, <laughs> Twitter is basically um, it's actually kind of funny. Um, I so general conference happened last October, and it was like a really big moment for me. Like I don't know why. Like I just felt like really like loved and like accepted by God, and like I was like I'm moving forward, and I'm like so excited, and like I was like, what can I do with this? And like the first thought was like started Twitter and I was like, mm-hmm. why? <laughs> what am I going to do on Twitter? Um, <laughs> like you said that. <laughs> definitely not uh, the spirit. Um, yeah, no. So I started, so I started um, a Twitter back in October and it's Whoa, taken wait, off what? really fast. Like, yeah. Like less than yeah. A year. Yeah. That's it's, crazy. it's four months. So nearly, fl- nearly five now. months. But yeah. that goes to show like how much it's needed though. Yeah. There's not that many. Yeah. And I just like started sending tweets into the void. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it like started growing like really small, like at yeah. first. And then like a couple like mm-hmm. relatively like viral within a very specific community tweets. And then like, mm-hmm. you know, more of a mm-hmm. following. And then like within this last month, I want to say like I've almost like doubled in terms of like the wow. following I have wow. just good. in terms of there's a lot going yeah. on right now. Seriously. So, and do you see a lot of like your um, your audience is like mostly Rexburg based or mostly Provo based Provo, actually? Okay. Um, because um, the, on Twitter is like there's like the Provo Twitter mm-hmm. and Provo Twitter is like very specifically like young millennial and Gen Z Mormons yeah. like or Latter Day Saints <laughs> like <laughs> that like go to like BYU mm-hmm. and like I think that's partially why, especially like with all these changes, like why my, I've been taking off a lot lately is because a lot of people want to know what's happening at BYUI because literally nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting ecosystem here. Yeah. So yeah, man. Um, speaking of like the changes and stuff. So the church handbook changed and then Provo decided to like realter like their honor code. Yeah. And so all I know is one day I saw like a picture of like a couple kids in front of the Brigham Young statue. And I was like, Oh, I was like, what's going on here? And then like, half of the Twitter is like, oh, yes, like, finally. And the other half's like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, They're like, the second coming is near, and this is why. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So yeah, no, yeah, there's a, there's a so lot of opinions. Glad to know that the the people's rights means that the second coming is here. Yeah, yeah. No, like, my family, like, when, when, um, when gay marriage was legalized, they, like, they're going to come for our temples, and once they come for our temples, like, the end of the world is going to come, <laughs> and, like, Jesus is going to like come down and like (laughs) and like i think the same reaction is kind of with like byu for a lot of people it's so extreme though like let people live yeah what's that man like in like specifically like with rexburg and stuff it's very small town very 
um, it's a monoculture. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. And there's also like a lot of misconceptions. Yeah. I feel like, and people aren't really like willing to learn. We talked about this with Albright. We talked about like kind of like Black history and like prejudice and stuff. Um, what are like some misconceptions you have noticed and are kind of trying to combat almost? Um, so I think the biggest one, and this was one that I really had to like deal with and like come to self discovery about, is like I got the impression that like same-sex attraction or, like, queerness is, like, something that is, like, inherently lustful and it's, like, a lust, like, like pursued to excess, basically, and it's only about, like, sex, mm-hmm. you know? And it took a while for me to, like, really deconstruct that in my head and be, like, I don't want to, like, have sex with these people. I just, like, want to create, mm-hmm. like, a, a connection yeah. and, like, you know, and, like, so I think that's one of the main conceptions, uh, like, that is harmful mm-hmm. that I think is like really big yeah. Um, in Rexburg specifically. Like I had a friend who came out openly as bisexual in high school. And like, I remember one time at scout camp, like everyone was just like, yeah, it's, he's really disgusting and all these other things. And like, he hadn't even like dated a guy at all. Like it was just like that identity, like label mm-hmm. associated with him that like, Oh, that means that he's yeah. dirty. And I think that that's really problematic. Yeah, definitely. I was on Twitter earlier just kind of like going through different um, threads like kind of related to this. And there was one person who was like, everyone thinks that like, you know, this community is like very lustful, like you're saying and stuff like that. But what people don't know is they're like a lot more righteous than the rest of us because they're, they're trying so much harder to like follow the commandments yeah. and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's actually yeah. so true. Yeah, I can see that. Like we have two friends that are gay and like they're two of like the greatest people mm-hmm. I've ever seen and yeah. I'm like you guys are so great and like everyone just like has these thoughts and opinions that like tear them down mm-hmm. it's kind of sucky the person's like we do so much like unnecessary repenting because yeah like, people just like really like push these ideas mm-hmm. onto us that like we're like not good and like inherently bad stuff like that I'm it's like, tiring so- yeah it's I really t- <laughs> like I saw um it's a it was in a Christian conference and it was called um the bomb I can't remember. Basically, it was about, like, LGBTQ Christians and just, like, the unnecessary, like, feeling that they need to do better than, Mm -hmm. like, everyone else. Just because, like, if they mess up, like, one time, like, everyone's going to be like, see, you know, we told Mm -hmm. you these people are, like, actually, you know. And I'm like, okay, so you're telling me that couple that just had sex outside (laughs) the temple? Outside the temple. I was like. Yeah. And, like, and, and if we, like, look too long at, like, one person, it's like. Wow. What's going Look, on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it, no, it's definitely yeah. I would say it's definitely a real thing. There's definitely like a lot of unnecessary like guilt and it's not really something that you like notice. Mm-hmm. It's just something that you're just like used to like okay, like I am a I I'm like a queer Christian or like I'm a queer Latter-day Saint and I need to put like emphasis in like religion to let people know that like we're we can be religious too and like mm-hmm. everything. And like obviously that's a really unhealthy standard to put on anyone. Yeah, definitely. But I think queer christians mm-hmm. it's like the first thing that they think of is like no we need to show these people that we're willing to be religious and like mm-hmm. we're still here right? yeah for sure um do you kind of see um a lot of these like misconceptions perpetuated like on campus because i've heard stories about like professors saying kind of like yeah safe things so mostly i think um and this is where i'll put a, a plug in for transgender allyship <laughs> Because I think right now sexuality is becoming something people are understanding more and more, especially mm-hmm. like in religious circles. Um, a lot of people know uh, like a gay person or a bisexual person, you know, so it's like it's not something really new. 
it's like oh yeah she's gay like that's that's pretty normal or like whatever but um most of the harmful conceptions I've seen are like pushed to the trans community and to mm-hmm. the non-binary community. Um, there's a professor in the social work department that like made a joke about gender. Um, it was really insensitive. And I had a non-binary friend in that class and like she was really, really hurt, you know. But right now I think sexuality is something that's being understood more. Um, I did take a religion class Um that really like was not good for my mental health yeah. and it wasn't even an internal families class it was just i was about to say like wasn't it no <laughs> yeah no it was just every every opportunity like to bash on like queer people mm-hmm. is like we're you know it was yeah. just like let's take it yeah. And, yeah yeah i had a religion class and like she taught it and i we learned about like the family proclamation because it was eternal families and i was like okay this makes sense but then i went home and i thought about it i'm like hold on I'm like, that's kind of not okay to say. And, but, like, you don't think about it because you're like, oh, everything is, like, so yeah. churchy and God loves us and all these things. But then, like, they totally just, like, take away from, like, how people identify. You yeah. Know? Like, does that make sense? I think the main problem is that a lot of people don't think that there are, like, queer people in their class, mm-hmm. which is, like, really not the smartest thing because, yeah. you know, queer people make up anywhere from 4 to 10% of the population. Um, depending on like the studies that you look at and you know you have a class of 30 it is very likely that there's at least like one queer person in that classroom and I think that's just like something people don't think about yeah in the past year I've met like so many people that I was like wouldn't expect it like Mm -hmm. I'm like oh wow like last week two people in my class were like oh yeah I'm gay and like I had my family doesn't know but like here I'm out and it's like kind of interesting which I'm glad it's becoming wider accepted like that people Mm -hmm. feel comfortable enough to do that like Albert was saying like we have two friends that like you know express to us like their feelings and stuff I'm like oh okay like this is good and I feel like since then it's like we started noticing things and like people like mentioning things I'm like okay like yeah something like be aware about and so like we know you know just like our own actions and like what we're saying yeah 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 definitely and like thinking about and this goes for anything like thinking about hey, like, I'm coming from a place of privilege. Like, I'm white, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm speaking about race, like, I I try to, like, be like, okay, I'm speaking from a place of privilege right now, and I need to really be, like, sensitive to that privilege and understand, like, how it affects the way that yeah. I perceive this issue. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing can really be said for, like, a lot of minorities. Yeah, like... definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, also... <clears throat> please feel free to like correct us or anything like oh. we don't know everything and no. like we want to make sure that we're like being respectful and like using the right terminology and stuff yeah um with that being said we were having like a separate conversation before about like labels yeah and one of my friends was saying she's like i don't see like why labels are necessary because like we are one label like children of god yeah I'm like yeah definitely totally makes sense but also like do you kind of feel like labels are necessary yeah in a sense? so i think it's a really interesting topic because typically that that argument is like really only presented in a context mm-hmm. of like lgbtq yeah. people right yeah. like whenever i talk to people nobody's saying like oh, like, your your label that you're a Republican is a bad thing, or, like, oh, your label that you're a BYUI student is a bad thing, or that you're a statistician, right? Those are all labels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm in philosophy, so this is something that is important because labels help us identify really complicated things mm-hmm. and kind of synthesize them yeah. into, like, one phrase. So when I say, you know, like, I'm gay, you know, that's really easy, right? I don't have to say, like, 
oh yeah, like I like men and like these are the types of men I like. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. no, like I just, yeah. I just, I'm gay. And that's like really easy. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially like for people that, that sexuality or gender identity is like complicated, like mm-hmm. labels are really important. Like yeah. just saying like I'm queer. And then if someone says like, what does that mean? You know, oh, it's complicated, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not like a cisgender heterosexual person. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I think labels are needed. Like you shouldn't solely identify with that or like, I don't know, but I think it like gives you a sense of community and yeah. like identity. Like, cause if you're a child of God, anybody, like any other person is that too. But like the people who you connect with are going to be yeah. like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm things. a child of God. Right. But like. I'm also part of a specific family and we use this last name and that's Mm -hmm. how everyone knows that we're part of this clan. Mm -hmm. Right. Or like I'm in this major and that's how everyone knows like my interests. Right. So for sure. I think the like child of God, obviously, I don't think anyone is going to say like, no, (laughs) (laughs) that that. offends me. (laughs) Also, that's a given like, duh. Yeah. (laughs) What else? (laughs) Hello. Okay. And I'm from Mars. (laughs) Yes. I was listening to a podcast by I talk about this a lot. Mm-hmm. It's called Work in Progress by Sophia Bush. You know who yeah. Sophia Bush is? No. So she she was a brook on One Tree Hill. It's a TV show like back in the early two thousands, whatever. But she's a really big like advocate for a lot of different things. Like, yeah. Very like student of life, and she had Karamo Brown on. Her. I love him. That man, I'm like, he's on my protect at all costs list. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. he is like he's the hardcore. he's a gorgeous soul, yes. like mm-hmm. so nice, so loving. Mm-hmm. Fab Five, all of them are on the list. I'm yes. like, they're all so genuine. Tan France spoke at U of U the I other saw... day, and I, I wanted that. to go so badly. I'm like, I wish like these things were like spread up north to, <laughs> to the frozen land of Rexburg. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated this semester. I was all I had to hold on to. <laughs> but he was talking to her, and she was, like, talking about his experience and, like, his journey and stuff. And she's like, so when did you come out? And he was like, well, I don't like to use the term coming out. He's like, I like to use the term, like, letting people in because it helps Ooh, him set I boundaries. Like I'm totally pulling your microphone cord. I'm so sorry. Um, he's like, it, like, helps me set boundaries. And, like, this is an intimate part of my life. And mm-hmm. so, like it's my power like he takes back the power from the yeah. people outside of it because he's like this is a very intimate part of my life and like this and that he kind of went off on that and i was like that's so interesting that is really interesting yeah because that makes it seem like it was something wrong that he like has exactly. to like that's what he was come talking about and like confront people about like hey like what, yeah but when mm-hmm. it's just like who you are exactly yeah uh, no know. that's that's, that's really interesting yeah i like that yeah I mean, I'm still going to use come out, but I oh, like that. Totally. <laughs> no, you can't ever use it. Ever again. Like, Nick has spoken. It, he has spoken. Um, Our queer prophet. Yeah. <laughs> a little, um, also, I'm just going to keep going on Queer Eye. I love Queer Eye. I think yeah. the first season, I think I cried like every episode. <laughs> I did. I was like, this is so beautiful. Like everything. And I started making all my guy friends watch it because I'm like, yeah. you can no, learn it, a thing or two. It is the best thing <laughs> that is. I know so many people here on campus. And that's like their guilty pleasure. And I'm like, <laughs> I love that at BYU Idaho, everyone loves Queer Eye. You know, yeah. that's so good and healthy mm-hmm. just to get that exposure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so funny. One of my friends, Nate, he, we went to the store, like, he's buying like, hair stuff, and I was like, oh, you can't buy anything with sodium lauryl sulfate in it. And he's like, 
what the heck? I'll go, it cleans car engines. It's in hair products. I was like, Jonathan Van Ness told us not to buy. And so he went to the store one time and called me, hey, what was that thing called again? I go, helping one straight man at a time. Queer eye. Always. Thank you. Um, oh, my gosh. Mr. Four-in-One body face. Heaven. Hair wash. Heaven has come to earth. In the form of a TV show. Thank God's you. anointed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, so we did we did Rainbow Day a couple of days ago, yes. mm-hmm. yeah, and that was actually a really good big success. And most people I'm were glad. like really respectful, and there were a lot of people that dressed up for it, and I was really happy about mm-hmm. that. But there were a couple of people, um, specifically in the Austin, <coughs> the Austin <laughs> building. Um, That's actually the worst building. Honestly, though, <laughs> they have yellow tile sad. on the walls. <laughs> like, who puts yellow tile Burn it down. on the walls? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So I got a lot of stares because I wore makeup. And painted my nails and like flaunted it. It was yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, I'm the one who set this up, so so you like organized it, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then who were you working with to like? So get we were working going? with Color the Campus, which mm-hmm. has been they organize it up on Provo, okay. And but obviously they can't be two places yeah, at yeah. once, right? So I reached out to them and I was like, hey, can we bring this here? And they were like, yeah, do it. Yeah. So I contacted. um uh, USJ Rexburg and Progressive Student Society because I know some people from both of those organizations. Um, Progressive Student Society are the people that got us back Medicaid mm-hmm. up here. Um, Snaps yeah. <laughs> for, for them, yes. Yeah. So, so we were like, let's let's coordinate. And we yeah. had like, I want to say like forty people that were ready to hand out flyers on oh, Tuesday solid. and and pins mm-hmm. and yeah. So those three those three people are definitely great. Yeah. And if you want to help them out. Yeah. give them a shout out shout them out yeah <laughs> i honestly forgot so the progressive progressive student society usga rexburg yes. and color the campus and i will put this in the bio for the episode yeah. on the website definitely, sure. definitely and i'll share it on social media yeah i just followed them actually they're really like, rad a couple weeks ago I was like, yeah mm, how come i didn't know about this stuff like my first semester <laughs> well i mean progressive student society wasn't here until i want to say 2018 or 2019 oh, okay. oh. I'm an oldie. So, 2016, yeah. you know, what Yeah. USJ Rexburg has been here, but, um, yeah, I yeah. don't really know much about their history. I know that they it's, rebranded. They used to be on campus. Okay, I was going to say, is it like, what's the word? Yeah, so it used to be through campus, um, understanding same gender attraction, um, but that didn't really work out for a couple of reasons. <laughs> and so they moved off campus, and now they're understanding sexuality, gender, mm-hmm. and allyship. Okay. So. And are they the ones that meet at the family crisis? Center? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And have yeah, you finish your story? Oh, I'm about sorry. the Austin. Oh, is was... that it? Sorry. Basically, I mean, all I was gonna say is like I got a lot of stares. Oh. Yeah. It's a lot of guys and cowboys. There's a lot. And... Yeah. <laughs> it's like it, it's That's like the like straightest say. place on campus. <laughs> They're just like, is, are we letting this in here? What is boy doing here? On Albright's episode, like you can't catch black. I'm like you can't catch gay either. Calm down. Everyone's so scared. I know. Or like, oh my gosh, my roommate's gay. Hope they don't like you. No one wants you. No one wants you. Exactly. Exactly. It's like they don't want you anyway. You should. You should worry about pulling well with women before you start worrying. And also, that's not going well either. You don't clean underneath your fingernails. (laughs) True. (laughs) (sighs) Our guy. Our guy friend was like, I'd be scared if my roommate was gay. I'm like, nobody. Do you know how often we are like checking people? We're like, oh, shut up! Oh my gosh! <laughs> like I just had my friend. Okay, not as mean as that, obviously. But I just had my friend on here the other day, and he says he was like kind of talking about it because I brought it up, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like I choose love. Like 
freaking let them do whatever the heck yeah. they want to do. He's like, oh, there's a very fine line where we, you know, I'm like, yeah, I know. But he said, oh, I wish I could remember what he said, but I was like, tread lightly. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Watch we have to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, like, the thing is, is it's like, for me, it's a very love, like, live and let live kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, for me, like, I personally am going to find a same-sex partner. Like, that's what I feel comfortable with in my, like, religion and with, like, where that intersects for me. And I know a lot of queer people that aren't going to do that. And they're going to try to find an opposite-sex partner or just, like, stay celibate. Mm -hmm. And, like, I support them. Like, you know, it's like, that's what they want to do. And other people want to do other things. And for me, it's just, like, it's a live-and-let-live thing. Like, there's no point to correct people and be like well actually that contradicts my worldview you know it's like it's so personal like to make other people live against your standards Mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah and that's where like kind of i struggle because i'm like yeah everyone's like well you signed a contract to go to this school well i'm like there's like such a fine line like where do we start impeding on agency yeah yeah i know that's like one of the really big like debates about it but so have you been in contact with our honor code office have I ever? How's that going? Um, it's not been good. He's like, it's not. They yeah, don't I, speak about anything, anything ever. I've contacted them nine times, and I've been set in oh circle after circle after circle. And like, they sent me to media relations. Media relations sent me back to honor code office. And you're like, and I was like, like I y'all was know just sent here. Can from I get there. President Iring's phone number? <laughs> I heard he answers emails. That's like the next step yeah, for seriously. me. I'm like, I'm emailing him, and probably won't get like much of a response. Yeah. But at that point, I can say we tried all yeah, the formal did, options. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the only other thing start. is to get, like, attention of... Start like, knocking up on that door. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know you live in Rexburg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, the problem is, is, like, it's very ambiguous, mm-hmm. right? Like, like gay couples on, like, BYU, totally fine. Yeah. You know? Uh, or at least that's what it looks yeah. like, mm-hmm. right? As long as they're not um, doing the thing. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, like, here at BYUI, it's, like, very, like, ambiguous. Mm-hmm. And, like... It's like I mentioned to the person at media relations, I was like, like, surely you see like this is like a problem, like, you know, like how like vague it is. And he's like, well, yeah, like they're handling it on an individual basis or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but like, what do you like? Nobody wants to be the sacrificial lamb to see how far they can push this. (laughs) Right. Like, so especially if it's not like going to get taken well like, yeah exactly yeah be, like kicked out for just like mm-hmm. tr- yeah. trying yeah <laughs> so yeah i mean like and <laughs> i haven't but yeah. <laughs> other queer people date yeah. already mm-hmm. on campus oh, so we know. you <laughs> might as well just like i kind of love it i'm like oh. <laughs> our friend came over he's like do you have any makeup? I got hickeys. I'm like, <laughs> show me. I'm like, who's this man? We're going on a date night. I'm like, ah. IF is where it's at. Too. It really. Yeah. Well, BYU. There's um someone that organized a, the first like openly like pride party at BYU like okay. because that's where people like it's usually like underground parties. Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah, this is where the gays are hanging out. <laughs> like, Down here. Invite yeah. <laughs> <Invite> only. <laughs> but like yeah, so yeah. they did the first thing at BYU, and I'm just sitting here really jealous yeah. because yeah. it's like I don't even know like yeah. anything. It would be better if they just said yeah no. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Here at BYUI, we don't believe in tolerance, but like, <laughs> yeah. I would, I would much rather that happen than yeah. like, and like them like actually defining like a really big inconsistency yeah. with the campuses. Mm-hmm. Even though I think that that's wrong, mm-hmm. I think that there should be equity in like treatment of students mm-hmm. across the campuses. Mm-hmm. 
But I would rather that than just like this like really big ambiguous thing. Exactly. That really feels like, to be honest, like a trap. Like they just like. like, Real <laughs> it's only an individual it's like we handle it on an individual basis so just come to we us go. with your questions who's the individual though we yeah <laughs> it's like oh, oh me and my girlfriend we were oh you did and you your say, girlfriend did you say exclusive <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah gosh. so yeah. yeah but that's like as far as the contact with the honor mm-hmm. office has gone it's just circle after circle garbage yeah. i know i was like on twitter <laughs> I just love Twitter. Twitter. I really love I love Twitter, Twitter too. It's a hell site, but I love it anyway. <laughs> You're like, I wish I didn't see that, but okay. <laughs> we moving were, on. I was in class yesterday, my PR class, and we're like talking about the pros and cons of different social media platforms. And she's like, Twitter, hand right up. I go, I'm a big advocate for Twitter. <laughs> I'm curious why it's all great. And they're like, well, there's these cons. I'm like, but, um, what's your point I one know. of the cons is dead snap <laughs> i was on that t- i was mad i was in bed i'm like do you see what they're saying i'm like this is so that's why everyone should block them except for myself because <laughs> oh my like, i want to know everything it's a guilty them. pleasure right uh, i was on twitter though and there was like the start of someone tagging all of our like administrators like just blow them up like whatever just freaking like go after them i was like oh my gosh that's crazy (laughs) but also like i was reading um articles about it and they're like oh the honor code office is like making time to meet with students like coming in with questions and like there's even like an email set up that specifically for the honor code change i'm like that's so cool how come we don't have that going like yeah these byui is at first to change So like, they're really stuck in their ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like with like pants and stuff. Like, yeah. let me show my toes. <laughs> let me show Bro, my toes. I show my toes. Anyways. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Kick me out? Do it, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Though I, I'm gonna correct. Like, if you you should block Desnat <laughs> for sure. The only reason I don't block them is because I want to hide their replies when they come. And if you block them, you can. can't. See them. And because I know other people haven't blocked them, and yeah. I'm like. I used to, like, reply to them, and now I'm like, that's really stupid. Yeah. They're not going to listen. Like, yeah. they're so, like, cemented in. It's not worth I it. I just think it's so funny how, like, the slightest bit of freedom for some person is, like, well, now I'm oppressed. I'm yeah. like, it doesn't even And that happens you. across like, the board, too. Like, mind your business, and you'll be fine. Like, with race inequality, yeah. like, attempts to solve race inequality, it's like, wow, the white man is being persecuted, and it's like. No, it's not. Like, there yeah. was, um, so the pictures of people kissing in front mm-hmm. of the, um. Brigham statue. Yeah. Someone today, like from Des- yeah, they posted like they posted a picture of them and their wife like kissing with their child in their arms, and okay. like as like a protest thing. And everyone was like, "I don't know why you think this offends <laughs> us. Like, if anything, this makes us more antsy to have a family." Exactly. I was like, "This is great. Yeah. The straights can kiss in front of the Brigham Young <laughs> statue, and so can we. This is awesome." Like, we glad also, to see everyone participate. <laughs> I'm just. I just it's, hope they have. It's a just good another time. like tidbit of queer culture that they like, yeah. took from us. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> like your story's old. Leave. <laughs> oh, um, I was reading something though, and someone's like, "Oh yeah, with this change, like we feel a lot less, like a lot less fear about yeah. like our actions and stuff." Mm-hmm. But also because it was kind of vague, I'm like, "Well." We're still kind of scared, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, at BYU, it seems like there's, like, a consensus among, like, everyone that's queer. It's like, we're just going to be queer, and then if they they can't pull us all into the honor code office. Yeah, and then we're just going to be like, well, like, in the gym now. (laughs) You should have, mean girls. (laughs) You should have, like, clarified if you didn't want us to do it, right? Whereas, like, here, it's like, 
we know the administration here and we are not risking it. Like (laughs) nobody wants to lose their education over like going out to dinner with someone. I feel like that shouldn't be the threat though. Yeah. Like being like just doing you and being your own person should not be Mm -hmm. like, you shouldn't be scared to do that because like of your education. Yeah. Like, well, and I think like personally, I think the honor code office can handle things a lot better. Even if it keeps the same standards, Mm -hmm. it does Mm -hmm. like, five years before you can attend campus again like are we serious like that's such like a that's such like a harmful harmful you could literally be like in the real world with a job in that time yeah just like what well like what are they gonna do right like they you graduate from a whole nother university (laughs) literally you're like i don't want i don't want to come back and i will will. yeah discipline should be so much better lose my number (laughs) idiots (laughs) like and i'm not coming back Oh and God. another thing like expelled no you're wrong i quit i quit <laughs> you can't i was me. planning on leaving <laughs> i'm taking my power back <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i don't know like the honor code office march that was here last spring yeah um, everyone pretty... told us we were crazy by the way what? they were like this isn't gonna happen they're not gonna change like the church doesn't change doctrine and we're like it's not doctrine mm-hmm. that gays can't date at BYU yeah. like or it's not even doctrine that like we can't handle this with like more compassion yeah. like that's what repentance is exactly. right so it's like <laughs> you said it. it it's like we have a church culture right now that's like so screwed up because yeah. it's all based on like shame and like it's all cookie cutter too yeah mm-hmm. like if you don't look like this person act like this person exactly yeah you're not gonna make it yeah there's like a really heavy orthopraxy in our church like cultural orthopraxy so it means like so like <laughs> orthopraxy is like so orthodoxy is like straight to the book mm-hmm. orthopraxy is like straight to like cultural practices mm-hmm. so like in mormon culture right now it's like if you drink coffee like that's the end you know <laughs> and it's like and like if if you tell your bishop that you drink coffee like he's not going to be like most of the time not really going to be like the most compassionate right even though it's not even given as a commandment like yeah. right and it's like same thing with piercings like these things that ultimately don't matter and like they're not even given as like commandments like the tattoo thing like Brigham Young's I mean Gordon B. Hinckley says like one time like yeah yeah you shouldn't get tattoos and like it's the hill that everyone wants to die on and it's like <laughs> why can't we just like Christ-like compassion? Mm -hmm. Let's like, let's focus on repentance because like repentance is something that's really great and it's not something, but when we have shame in our culture, like repentance becomes something people don't want to do. Yeah. Definitely. It's crazy. Like you you learn so much more out of like doing something and failing than just like avoiding it. They've done studies on that. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you get the answer right to a question, like the first time it's like, you don't learn as much as if you, miss the question and then you get it right after yeah. trying again it doesn't stick with you as much but so. people hate to be wrong <laughs> <laughs> Pride. yeah no i am a big so believer in like rebranding what repentance mm-hmm. is and mm-hmm. part of that is like reshaping the our culture yeah yeah i'm writing an article on reinventing sexual ethics in the church and like under the current policies and like positions like mm-hmm. how can we approach these issues better yeah. you know how can we be like truer to scripture right so that's yeah. interesting yeah should be good it's yeah. uh <laughs> it's like a 20 minute read right now according to medium um but yeah it was supposed An to be antenna. done this last mm-hmm. week but then <laughs> everything blew up simultaneously yeah. so <laughs> that like, didn't so happen yeah <laughs> oh my gosh uh, yeah i was it's it's been a lot but yeah but you are walking the walk dude <laughs> you are like it's needed though it is yeah, it, and i'm like oh, pe- 
Let me just I feel like, my thoughts. Oh. Like, sorry. No. People are just so stuck in their small town ways and, like, wearing their blinders. And I'm like, come on. Like, let's yeah. be better. Also, like, air on the side of sensitivity. Like, I'm, like, sick of people... Like, there's that one video where there's, like, a transgender woman in GameStop or something, and, like, the clerk is calling him sir, her sir, I'm sorry, and it's ma'am, and, like, being very, like, visibly upset, and yeah. I'm like, what's it going to cost you? Oblige. Literally, like, what like, the, how, how Pronouns is the stupidest tilt to die on, like, too. Just, what does it hurt? Just do it. Oh, like, gosh. the idea that pronouns come from, like, your chromosomal karyotype is the most like ridiculous opinion pronouns like we didn't know that we had chromosomes until like the 1900s like that's not where pronouns come from right pronouns come from like a cultural thing like if you're with your transgender like friend and they're they're a woman right Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't tell the waiter but like you don't believe that they're a woman because you're like holier than them like whatever like you wouldn't tell the waiter like hey go to that man over there like no you would mm-hmm. t- say hey that woman over there is my friend because she's a woman yeah. like that's <laughs> that's how she's living right and it's like the pronoun thing is so ridiculous yeah. and it, i like it makes me mad every single time because like it's something i'm never gonna have to deal with and like mm-hmm. i just like it makes me so mad mm-hmm. like for my trans friends and like my non-binary friends because mm-hmm. they go through that every day yeah and like it's it it really sucks yeah so I was kind of thinking about it because, like, the first time I had an experience with, like, anyone that identified as transgender, um, it was originally – I don't – that sounds really bad. Like, originally a man, but, like, I don't know how yeah. you Yeah, assigned, assigned male assigned, at birth. Oh, yes, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, that sounds so bad. I know that's not what it is. <laughs> but, um, so that's, like, my first experience. And he, she was like, I prefer, like, going by, like, her or she. I'm like, oh, okay. Totally obviously yeah, yeah i was like okay cool like whatever but there's like certain people where they're like that's just so stupid like yeah whatever like it makes so my life so much harder i'm like it's like how two three words it makes my life harder words. yeah like, how are you raised and so i'm like oh gosh like we need to do something to like introduce this in the home yeah like with children because like even like when my good friends like her sister's son he lo- he's such a boy like he loves trucks and like yeah police cars like i don't know whatever but they went to the store and he was like oh i really want these rain boots they were frozen and her husband was like he's not getting those remember but and she's like shut up like, I'm, buying- <laughs> she's like I'm buying them yeah i'm like whatever and gender like, roles are a cage yeah mm-hmm. they really are how can we like yeah we need people in church to be like hey do this at home because i feel like it's the only right. way we're gonna get people to like yeah with it starts that, in the home for sure yeah, with that i love on twitter i was reading this thing and it was like this guy was like talking about the whole change and he's like the gays are trying to put their agenda on us and, blah, 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 and i'm gonna go take my kid to a uh, drag queen reading books in the library I'm like <laughs> your kid's gonna be gay no matter what like if they're gay they're gay if they're straight yeah. they're straight yeah. like no one is making your kids do anything and like teaching kids this is gonna help them in the long run more than it's gonna hurt yeah. them because like talking about being like gay or anything is just going to help them identify because like would you rather have your kid like questioning themselves like yeah like you did like it's just like it's and there's more a, helpful there's mm-hmm. a real like visceral problem with like suicide ideation yeah. and depression and anxiety in the lgbtq community mm-hmm. especially in like religious yes. communities Absolutely. right especially yeah. in utah like um, yeah i was reading a thing and it like showed all these people and like how 
Like, it was the 10-year anniversary of, like, some guy in... That killed himself outside, killed of, himself uh, outside of the church. Yeah. Center, yeah. 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 I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. And, like, he left a note and stuff. Yeah. He was like, I hope this is a catalyst, like, yeah. for change. Yeah. I'm like, <clears throat> it sucks that that had he to happen. He had to happen. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like... Well, and it really sucks, too, because a lot of people are trying to, like, get around it. Mm-hmm. Like, a professor the other day, just, like, matter-of-factly, was like, yeah, and it's not about, like, it's not about, like, religion and, like, people mistreating people. It's actually about the altitude. People in higher altitudes, oh. like, kill themselves more. It was a brother. And I was like, sure has the altitude tripled in Utah? Or, like, <laughs> We're just right? rising. <laughs> right? So it's like... No, like this is a real like yeah. this is a real problem, right? Utah and Idaho have like the highest suicide rates mm-hmm. in the country. Yeah. I'm like, it, I don't find it a coincidence that mm-hmm. we also have a very high church yeah. community. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, hmm. people hate to talk about things they're uncomfortable with, and that really just perpetuates mm-hmm. yeah. what's happening. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't feel the first straight person I came out to um, was my freshman year here at, at college. Mm-hmm. Like it was the first straight person I had ever like told yeah. like, Hey, I'm not straight. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, we see like there was a study done that showed that most um, queer people that were like Mormon or are Mormon knew that they were queer when they were 12 and they, the most of them had not come out until they were 22. You That's know, like half your life. Yeah. So point. like yeah. and like you can imagine like ten years of like holding like a burden like that is mm-hmm. like super excessive, yeah. right? And it and it's something that is really necessary for a lot of them because yeah. they're not safe. Yeah. And LGBT homelessness in Utah is super high. <gasps> but and... there's a group of moms. <sighs> yes. <gasps> yes. There's a group of moms that like let them in and like Stop give them food. Yeah, mama and dragons. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's that so cute. Yeah. I'll send you. The there's also dragon dads as well. <gasps> really? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because yeah. like we all know. That's a bloody statement. Like, moms are much more apt to, like, do those kind of things. But we need to, like... I love a soft dad. We need to empower (laughs) men. I'll be a soft dad, for sure. (laughs) We need to empower these men to, like... Yeah. Embrace this and stuff. Well, yeah, and it's really interesting. We have kind of a double standard in, like, our society. Like, a man, like, taking care of a child, like, for, like... 30 minutes in the park and everyone's like wow what a great dad what a great yeah and then like with a mom and like all day long oh you, you left know? your kid at the neighbor's house for two seconds exactly where are you yeah and it's like yeah no and also yeah there are so many things that we need to yes. reinvent in the way yes. that we look at families and especially like the way families work like some people like some people they're stay-at-home dads mm-hmm. and they're just as valid as stay-at-home moms like yes. right i don't know there's a lot of things that I could talk about for hours. Please. <laughs> <Let go>. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Well. What a good time. Uh, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> no, that's worth to get it. That's a worth better it. time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. We can do it. We can. And, yeah. you know, it starts with people like you trying to, like, do their best, like, making... Yeah as big a steps as we can yeah. especially like on social media right now and such a big thing yeah i so. mean what was really awesome with rainbow day is when we were handing out the flyers and like people like like really happy you know like hey you want to learn how you can support mm-hmm. your lgbtq students on campus and like Here some of them would go. be like oh my gosh yeah like yeah. what can i do you know and like some of them were not happy but most of them were like you know because i don't think i don't think students on campus like i don't think most students on campus are like bad people like yeah. they don't actually like hate anyone it's just like, malicious yeah mm-hmm. they just don't have like a a reason or like a catalyst to do something and they don't know what they're supposed yeah. to do right so we need to offer those opportunities exactly. for those people yeah and did you see like a lot of people kind of 
turned away by it like because you were out by the <laughs> we saw a couple uh mostly white guys <laughs> i'm not clocking anyone mm-hmm. um <laughs> white men hate to be any type of wrong like, oh, you're gay if you support gay people yeah. then you're gay no, well no, it was that just like means you have a heart yeah. and you care for other people like <laughs> would be like hey like can we support like do you want to hear about how you can support our lgbtq like students or hey do you want to hear about rainbow day and they'd be like no <laughs> like walk away as fast as possible <laughs> and we would always say the same thing we're like we love you <laughs> you know like maybe you don't like and that's like something i think a lot of people don't realize is queer people are really nice usually mm-hmm. like so nice. a lot of them are like like scared of society like for good reason mm-hmm. but most of them like we're so ready to be compassionate because we know what it's like not to be treated Mm -hmm. compassionately. And it's like, I don't know, like it took me a while to come into myself. So like when someone like doesn't support the queer community, I wouldn't say it's like a good thing. It's definitely not, but it's not like something I judge them too harshly for. It's like, we just need to give them time. And like the more that they understand and they meet queer people and like they see like, you know, the easier it is. We got them. (laughs) (laughs) Got them. By showing them love and tolerance. (laughs) You're like, ha, you've been tricked. <laughs> you've been tricked to also show love and tolerance. I saw a Twitter thread from um, Papa Osler. I don't yeah. know if he, yeah, do, yeah, Richard Osler. Yeah, he, he was a bishop and he had a lot of gay, like, mm-hmm. and like trans and people like in his ward that were queer when he was a bishop and he's like a really big ally but he said like he's like uh i think he said like the gay agenda is acceptance love and tolerance (laughs) (laughs) and i was like true honestly (laughs) i'll no longer say we don't have an agenda we have one because people would actually use that like the gay agenda i'm like you guys they use it unironically too yeah Yeah. it's it's so annoying so i love like when the community on twitter is like our gay agenda is blank and blank (laughs) another way like something else we can reclaim (laughs) all the things like yeah there are very few things i would say we haven't reclaimed two of those things are the f slur and the t slur some (laughs) people are trying to reclaim them and i just they leave a bad taste in my mouth like every time but that's also because i've been called like the f slur before and that's not something i liked so Yeah. I feel like sometimes things. it gets used. I just like glare. I'm like, that's probably my least. It's a really Ugh. unacceptable hey, term. It it's a thing of sticks. I'm like, shut up. You know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. In Britain, it's a, it's a bundle yeah. of sticks. Huh? Like my older brother, he, you know, grew up very rowdy boy, like football teams, blah, blah, blah. He's in the military now. And like, he's a guy's guy. <laughs> Oh, I love my brother. I love him dearly, but I'm also like, mm, I can't stand you. And I'm like, do you realize, like, oh my gosh, there was a commercial with JoJo, and she's like stomping out bully, but she's like, when you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? So I was like, say that to him. I'm like, do you realize when when you say this stuff, like, the like the impression you're giving off, and like, you know that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, whatever. I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. That's something else that bugs me is. <laughs> David A. Bednar one time gave a talk where he talked about, like, he chooses to be offended. And that's something that's, like, launched against the queer community mm-hmm. every day. And it's the most frustrating thing because it's, like, first of all, I don't think that's what he meant. Yeah. But also, mm-hmm. like, second of all, like, sometimes you don't choose to be offended. Like, sometimes you can try as hard as possible not to be offended. Mm-hmm. And some things are just, like, offensive. And yeah. even if you do choose to be offended, like... You have a right. There are people that are also choosing to be offensive, yeah, right? Like, 
and it should be like it should be really reasonable if someone's offended by something mm-hmm. that was meant to be offensive, yeah. right? And yeah, I think it's ridiculous. A lot of people will say something they know is inflammatory, oh, and then yeah. they'll be like, "Oh, you're just choosing to be offended," and it's like you know what you're saying, you yeah, do. and they right. know they are doing it intentionally. And it's like. Try and get a rise yeah. at me. It's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> but it did. Let me tell you why. <laughs> and let me tell you why. I'm not offended, and here's my list of why. <laughs> my 53-page right. thesis. Gosh. Okay, Boomer doesn't offend me. Here's my 53-page <laughs> thesis. That's ages. Why would you say that? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> okay, Zoomer. <laughs> Man. Oh, gosh. There's so many things that need to be fixed. But also, like you said, it takes time. Yeah. yeah. And so. a lot of it, too, is, like, based on other things, mm-hmm. right? Like, if we fix, like, shame, like, in our culture, mm-hmm. there'd be so many things that would just, like, naturally yeah. flow and be fixed oh, gosh, by that. Like, the foundation, too. Like, yeah. Like, get rid of it. Like, oh, my well, gosh. Well, like, and, like, <laughs> the <laughs> moment that we realize that, like, oh, wow, maybe gay people should be treated the same as straight people in terms of the law of chastity. Like, tons of things followed from that, right? <laughs> you know? And it's, mm-hmm. like... Little changes go a long way, and they make us, like, re-examine a lot of what we're doing, yeah. right? And a lot of them are really common sense. <laughs> like like oh. most of them. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, queer people are people, too. That's, That's really so interesting. Cool. Maybe I should try to reinvent my <laughs> worldview. think on that. <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing, right? Oh, my gosh. They just want to be happy, too. They, <laughs> they want to be happy and accepted in society. I get it now. I don't get it. It's weird. <laughs> gosh. Yeah. yeah. I love BYUI. It's great. You know, I do, I do love BYUI. Yeah. I'm like... There are things I can complain about, oh, yeah, for, for sure. sure. For but sure. it's a, I like, I wouldn't be here if I didn't feel like oh, I should. Yeah, like, definitely. I feel like this is the place I'm meant to be, mm-hmm. so that's why mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah. Like. But I mean, we can love it and still want to like. Oh to yeah. Improve. The things yeah. I love the most, I criticize a oh. lot. Like the presidential candidate I'm for, which I won't say on this podcast. I'm politically neutral <laughs> <laughs> in terms of my public image. Um, <laughs> not on campus. Um, um, they're like. I criticize them like every day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they could be doing this better. They're like really alienating this group. Why can't they do this better? <laughs> you know? And it's like, the reason why is because I, I really love them and oh, I love I their campaign and I want them to succeed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Yeah. So it's like, and this is same thing with the church, same thing with BYUI, same mm-hmm. thing with BYU. It's like, I love them so much that I'm willing to give so much time and effort to try yeah. to like correct these like really harmful like mm-hmm. practices. Criticism like, isn't a bad thing. Everyone's exactly. like, oh, someone not no, yeah. learn from it, yeah. grow. Yeah, we need to learn as well, I think, to disagree. Oh, I, that's an especially big problem on Twitter right mm-hmm. now. And for good reason, yeah. I think, because there are a lot of people that aren't there for faithful dialogue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it gets hard to like actually have like no. Mm-hmm. You know, there have been several times where someone says something and I'm like, are they here to troll? Are they here to, like, actually have yeah. a conversation? You know? And sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm wrong. Yeah. But I think you should give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Until they block you because <laughs> you corrected them and said something wasn't sensitive. That's the key, though. Yeah. Man, learn to disagree. And also, I feel like a lot of times people just listen to um, to respond. Oh, yeah. Mm, Don't ever listen to understand. Well, like, the thing is, is I'll get, in, I'll get in an argument with someone that I shouldn't have engaged with in the first place. And, like, you're like, well, you guys know we're here. <laughs> and their community will, like, come and just, like, like all of their tweets. And you're like, you're not even reading my points. <laughs> like, you're just like, oh, he's wrong for sure. 100%. Blindly following. <laughs> exactly. Is... Like, and you can see it in real time. Mm-hmm. It's like, they liked one tweet. They liked three tweets. Yep. They liked 17 <laughs> tweets. And it's like, there's no way. <laughs> there is no way you read that. Right. Like, you're just. <laughs> Like, I hate you. <laughs> it's so polarizing. Oh. It's like, I follow people that I disagree with. There's a guy on Twitter who I will not mention, um, but he was canceled a while back. And it was because he was he said, like, a lot of things that were, like, biphobic. 
mm-hmm. but I still follow him because, like, I think he's trying. I feel like I might know who Tom Cruise is. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a possibility. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. off air, <laughs> off air, we can talk about his problems. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but like, I think most people mean well. Yeah, you know, and like, I think most of it just comes from unexamined privilege mm-hmm. and like where your prejudices lie. Yeah. you know. I also have experience with that because I grew up here <laughs> and mm-hmm. I am, do not fit the mold. If you can't tell. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think that of that sometimes like in classes when I have like three or four Rexburg people and I'm like looking at them like, yeah, I got that. Like, <laughs> There's like, it's I either like one, it's one of two things. They really fit like this really big mold or there's some of the most interesting people you oh, met because yeah. they've like, like they just avoid <laughs> and they like go online and they mm-hmm. like research all this really interesting uh-huh. stuff there's there's a lot of really oh cool gosh. people from rexburg you just don't like notice them mostly because we don't really say we're from rexburg yeah much. oh my gosh there's one usually when right? i say i'm from rexburg it's like unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> just, i love it here i'm just kidding <laughs> there's a kid in my old ward who totally fit like a stereotypical californian like yeah bleach blonde hair like super tan that's a rexburg so, thing now it, okay that makes so much sense <laughs> But he, we're like, oh, where are you from? But he was, he's like, oh, I'm from Shelly. Yeah. I go, what the heck? The people that are, like, working there. All the people that are, like, working at, like, the water park. It's, like, bleach oh, blonde gosh. hair, tan. They're, like, Californians at heart. <laughs> Everyone wants to be us. Uh, they can have a little culture as a treat. <laughs> We've been saying that I'm so I'm going to have a cry lately. as a treat. Tonight I'm going to treat myself with a little cry. <laughs> my, my, I'll put that in sometime today. <laughs> Probably later on. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Just just a little just bit. A little. Crying's healthy. It is. It's healthy. It is. Yeah. I'm like, I, let it out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> let it out, then get over it. I haven't cried in a <laughs> while, though. My mental health has been so much better in the last couple of months. Good thing. Snaps Praise. for Nate. Praise yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> God loves me. God loves everyone, too. But me. Me especially. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I think I deserve it. <laughs> He's like, I'm but, going through it. So I but I will it. say, after seven years of, like, on and off depression, That'll do it. four months mm-hmm. of, like, joy is, like, really nice. <laughs> joy and clarity. It's like, wow. Yes. So this is how everyone else is. <laughs> <laughs> the blues are bluer. <laughs> I hear the birds sing. Ah. It's funny, too, because I've been told, like, all the time when I was younger, like, you're a super positive person. How are you such a positive yeah. person? I'm like, I mean, I am, but I also, like, have a really unhealthy self-hate. <laughs> Go, when I go home, it's different. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's it's not healthy. Oh. You're like y'all don't know nighttime me. <laughs> oh, nighttime me. Don't remind me. Oh my gosh. Nighttime me still gets like sometimes like melancholy and depressed for like no reason. Like I don't even know why. I just I'm like you walk into I'm really like, depressed right now. Yeah. And then I'm like I'm just gonna sleep this off. It's fine. <laughs> I'll like feed into it. I'm like oh, where's all like my whole sad place? <laughs> this one will do yeah no i'm <laughs> I'm in bed definitely not into that anymore oh. <laughs> i need a break yes. hey you know a little day of sunshine crying in excess is not good <laughs> just we want to emphasize just as a treat <laughs> only <laughs> emphasize treat. that and if you need a therapist please do please it, please do it. Yes. therapists should not be stigmatized no, they're really helpful i never had one but i should have <laughs> everyone <laughs> says yeah. yeah no i know so many people that like have gone to therapists and they're like really helpful i also know people that have gone to the therapist like center on campus not yeah and like they're they're like are you sure you really need therapy it's like if they're there they need therapy (laughs) also if they don't it still can't hurt to go yeah exactly yeah 
Besides, they get a free therapy visit. How many? You get a couple for free here. I thought they were all free, to be honest, but... I think it's five or ten. And then you have to pay. That's so good. That's really good. What if you, like, have no money and you're sad? It's true. That's how society gets you. Yeah, it kind of affects racial minorities as well. Like, disproportionately, because, like, there's economic inequality among races here. And, like, that's really bad. Especially because a lot of people that are, like, people of color on campus face inequality like in the, their treatment so i feel like they might need a therapist more and like byu is so cool they have like things like the like um the what is it called it's a society for african americans and like people from mm-hmm. like africa and like they can just come and like be themselves and mm-hmm. talk about all the issues on campus and all the discrimination they face <laughs> here we have nothing like that yeah i heard no. they got rid of culture um <clears throat> culture associations yeah I was like, why? For why? And they got yeah. rid of political societies too, yeah, which like, I understand the political one more, mm-hmm. like to a more of an extent. Yeah, but like, I'm like, why are we taking away communities from people? Yeah, and this is a really white university. Like, that people are. <laughs> My freaking video professor, he's like, yeah, I went onto like the student representative council web page. He's like, <laughs> and it was a whole group of white kids. He's like, that doesn't seem very representative. To it's me. not. And I'm they're like, not... I'm glad you recognize. Yeah, no, that's good to recognize. So. They're not. They're not chosen by students either. <laughs> chosen like entirely by they'll have like five white kids and then like the one kid from like africa I'm yeah like, that's great but let's let's filter in You're some like, like the rest of them some like latino <laughs> or the like... Rest of <laughs> where are they hiding yeah. they're actually a good amount yeah, here no, too there are. Like, especially recently and it's like they probably make it like at least five percent to ten percent of our student body for sure than, like the point two from like whenever ago right <laughs> oh my gosh yes so. we're i mean we've been doing better but that's mm-hmm. not safe <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we need more racial representation mm-hmm. for sure absolutely yeah yeah this has been good yeah yeah thank <laughs> it's you it's been really healing <laughs> i love this this is so much fun oh my gosh and the only thing you can control in life is how much you allow yourself to learn and grow. Yeah. And so this was a great learning experience for me. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It's yeah. been it's been really awesome. If you want to come back, you know, just do it. <laughs> come back. I could rant together. about many things. Oh, you send me a list. <laughs> <laughs> you could be will... like, oh, we're talking about that subject today. You want to come? <laughs> Book me. <please>. You're like, <laughs> always. <laughs> Let's talk about trans representation in the church. Let me invite yeah. my trans friend. <gasps> oh, my. Okay, but actually, though. <laughs> I don't if, know anybody trans I don't here. Oh, wait. I might have One a clue person. from our old ward, but I don't know what they identify as. I know a good amount, actually. Yeah. I, just know, I just know a lot of gay people. I don't know any lesbians. Oh, I know. A, oh, lesbians are... Um, I love that lesbians. Know of, that I know of. So okay, many yeah. people don't talk about lesbians enough. You I know. love lesbians. They're so cool. <laughs> like, my, my one of my best friends is a lesbian, and we hang out all the time. Yeah. Yeah, she actually did my makeup yesterday. Okay. Love her. I feel like I looked great. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, people are so lesbophobic. Yeah. Like, let's t- I was telling someone the other day, we call the queer community, we call we call the LGBTQIA plus community, we call it the queer community, we call mm. it the gay community. We should start calling everyone collectively lesbians. Lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> and just let's like, <laughs> you know, just so everyone remembers, like, hey, not everyone in the queer community are gay white men mm-hmm. like I am, but <laughs> not everyone is. Yeah, and it, yeah. like that's what we focus on in our culture. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I personally, in my opinion, is because it's easier to get by as like a white guy in general. Yeah. So even if you are like a sexual or gender minority, it's like you're still a white guy, mm-hmm. you know, whereas like a trans, lesbian, black person, 
probably much less yeah. likely to get famous, Absolutely. which is unfortunate mm-hmm. because they exist in our community, and so they're usually some of the more cool ones. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, Freaking, no offense. They are. And, like, my whole friend group back home, I want to say, like, mm. junior year, literally, like, 90% of my friend group came out, and I'm like, this is great. <laughs> You're hanging around the oh, right yeah. people. You're like, my, glad I know I think. Oh, my gosh, my mom's like, I told her, I'm like, oh, my gosh, another guy. It's like, Shelly. And she's like, I already knew that. It's like, whatever. She's like, oh. she's like, all your friends? She's like, you didn't know. I'm like, no. When I came out to a good friend of mine, and I, and her, like, and I came out to one of her friends before, and then I came out to two of them. And she was like, and one of them was like, Kayla, did you know? Did you know that Nate was gay? Did you know? And she's like, yeah, do you think I would have been his friend otherwise? Because <laughs> she like she doesn't hang around men that much because yeah. um, they are really, mm. really like creepy. We, we. It's kind of concerning to me the culture of men in this area. They're so entitled. They, they are, are entitled. Like I better be married before I leave here. And the girls that aren't dating me, it's their fault. Always. <laughs> they have too high standards. And like. <laughs> You're saying some stuff. It's all making <laughs> too loud. Too <laughs> loud. Your voice down. People are gonna get angry. Like, I hear so many. Oh, if like, you want to, yeah. Oh. My Twitter is unapologetic. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if I say something about, <laughs> like I said what I said. I, I'm sorry. Retweet it like. Yeah. Plug my user into everything you have. Like, yes, I shouldn't be as rude as I am sometimes to but some sometimes people. You have to just say mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. Sure. You know? Like, obviously, like overgeneralizing is a bad thing and like i shouldn't ever overgeneralize like straight white guys let them deal with it but but also yeah (laughs) here on campus i think there's a very specific culture of a very specific breed and it's kind of easy to pinpoint not to be discriminatory of course i I have straight i have straight white guys that i know on campus that are really chill Mm -hmm. you know and there are a lot of them but they're not the people I'm talking about when I say men are creepy, right? And they, you it's know, like they know who you're talking whenever about. Whenever I say, yeah, whenever I say something on Twitter about like men and not like, all men, yeah, they always why are you not getting offended? Hmm? If you're I'm, not one of those men, why not? I'm like, of course I'm not talking about all men. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm only talking about the men that matter in this context, yeah, right? You like read it and move on. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, not me. Keep going. <laughs> I go, if you're so getting you mad do. about it, there's probably something you have yeah, to unpack. You resonate yet. with yes. it. Yeah. Like, mm. A lot of people are like, "Oh, well, it's the same as if, nah. like, if I said like, <laughs> like if I said all black people are criminals, like everyone would get mad at me. But with men, it's like fine. And it's like, if that's you can't like tell that those aren't the same thing, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably like that. I don't there's think I need other... to convince you. Yeah, I don't think I need to show you why that's a whole other conversation we need to have. If yeah. you don't, <laughs> yeah. that's institutional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think that there's um, there's a guy on Twitter, a nerdy gay Mormon. He said something a couple months ago that I really resonated with, and he was said like people in, like with privilege when like their privilege is taken away from them, like sense that like loss of privilege as like oppression you know Mm -hmm. and it's like no we're just equalizing right we're just (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah yeah, so i apologize but i don't (laughs) like i'm gonna say but i don't (laughs) i don't mean it like in the objective (laughs) obviously (laughs) you you know what i say you you know the people i'm talking about Mm -hmm. man Okay, great conversation. <laughs> wow, so much. And yes, you ever, Nate, everyone come back, please. 
always do it. If you're like, oh, this really pissed me off. Today, <laughs> it's really pissed me. I'm like, come, let's, come let's to talk me. about it. <laughs> All I right, hope that that's not like trademarked. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I hope you don't get sued uh, from like Good Mythical Morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, we found you. <laughs> we found you. <laughs> Your podcast. It's I know. I'm in Park, Idaho. <laughs> what are y'all doing oh here? My gosh. Well, thank anyway, you for having me. It's been very course. fun. If I said anything worth canceling me about, cancel me, please. You'll find out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please cancel <laughs> me. Totally I don't deserve the the platform. No. I <laughs> you do. You in do. Idaho, you do. Yeah. People suck here. Not all people. <laughs> well, I said what I said, and I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. It's, it's been really fun. Thank you. We strive for it. All right, everybody, that's all we've got for you guys today. Thank you for joining us on the Let's Start Talking podcast, where the hard conversations become a little bit easier. If you guys want to access more episodes, you can head on over to letstarttalking.com. That's all lowercase, in case you're wondering. And we really enjoyed having you guys here. Thank you to our guests for joining us, and we'll see you guys next time.